0: 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6, 7, and 8. 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8. Paul's probably one of the greatest missionaries that uh, ever lived. I um, put Billy Graham up beside him. But he's also, Paul's a writer of many of our books that we have in the Bible. And uh, I feel like maybe he sensed that uh, his life was coming to a close. So he says, For I am now ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. You may be seated. I thank God for words. Words, of course, is how we communicate uh, with our lips and with our tongue. Sometimes we communicate with our hand motions. Sometimes we communicate with our eyes, but I'm thankful Um, For words, Um, one of my uh, Webster Dictionary, uh, there are 75,000 entries in there and 1,000 illustrations. Um, That's a lot of stuff. And many times I resort to the dictionary. If there's a word I don't understand, I don't know what it means, so thank goodness for a good Old-fashioned Webster's Dictionary uh, that gives us uh, some good answers. Uh, It's been said that in a given day, uh, at the end of the day, that a woman has spoken 30,000 words and a man only 10,000. Does that tell you anything? That is, when they both get home, the man's just getting warmed up and has no word to speak. You know, But Lynn and I, we aren't that way. I, she's always asking me, what kind of day did you have? And she listens to my day and questions me sometimes. Uh ask her what kind of day she's had. And she tells me, and sometimes I question her. Well, what was this about? Who was that? Um, and many of those conversations uh, become a part of our prayer list. Um, she made mention of this a long time ago. To go to, uh, to, go to uh, Bilo or to go to uh, Walmart is a place that she gets a lot of prayer requests. Because people are always stopping her. Saying, hey, I need you to pray with me about this. And I've told you how I'll, I do when people out in public says hey, I want you to pray for this or pray for that. Then the best thing I can do is stop right then, right there, and pray for it right there. Lest I forget. And probably the most embarrassing thing about prayer is when someone asks you to pray, naturally we're going to use words to pray for them, and you don't, or forget, and then see them later, and say, Oh, thank goodness for your prayers, my prayer everything's going well. And then you don't want to plead ignorant and say, Well, I didn't pray for nothing. So it's best to me to go ahead and just pray right then. But I just want to share with you something brief tonight. Words that we use. Uh, these words we're going to talk about tonight are uh, well. They are part of my. I know. I know they are part of Len's life every day. When we think about the words, the most important words. As we look, first of all, the most important single word that we need to use is the word. Please. Why would you want to use please for everything you ask for? Because it is proper, because it is powerful, because it is a ladder in which we climb on. Uh, it is an uh, entrance into every request, and it is authoritative. Uh, we teach our children, or Lynn and I did, if you don't say please, you don't get it. Or, can I have this? You hand it out there to them, but don't turn it loose until they say, please. And then when you turn it loose, you stand there and wait for, thank you. It's training. And hey, we as adults, we need to use that word, please. Would you mind doing this for me? Please. I mean, this, it's just like uh, putting icing on the cake, so to speak. It has a, a ring to it when you say, uh, use the word, uh, please. Um, that is a very sensitive word, and when we think about it, it is the, one of the most important single words, and that word is please. Uh, the two most important words that we use, is I don't made mention of it, is thank you. So many times people go unthanked for the things that they do, even though they don't want to thank you. They don't expect to thank you, but yet they deserve saying, hey, thank you for what you do. Thank you for the things you do that go unnoticed. Thank you for the things you do that only God sees what you do. I'm thinking of the illustration of the ten lepers. Now, there's two or three references of one, as, of one leper who, who, who uh, the Lord Jesus healed, and uh, they went about their business. But there's a, a, a story in there about the ten lepers who Jesus has entered into Galilee and the Samaria area, and as he walked along, these ten men cried out, Master, please have mercy on us. And, And Jesus turned and saw these ten men that were lepers eat up with sores. And he healed every one of them. And they went away. All of them went away. But only one came back to say, Master, thank you. Thank you for touching me. Thank you for healing me and the bible says he fell down and worshiped him. And then Jesus says if I understand right there were 10 of you boys, right? Yes sir, they were. Well, where are the other nine? So many times we get what we want and we walk away and we don't say thank you and so it becomes apparent that we really we're not too thankful. We got what we want and we're we're on our way. So the two most single important words is, uh, is thank you. Uh, please and thank you are, to me, like salt and pepper. Hey, they go together. I like them both. Please and thank you. It's a favor of, to our lives. It puts a mark on us that, hey, they are so polite, especially in children. I love it when a child says, Would you, can you do this or can I have that, please? And you had to thank you. It's amazing. Little bitty Children they being trained. So as they become adults, say hey, those words won't leave them, leave them. The three most important words, not only the one and the two, but the three most important words that we have trouble using sometimes and meaning is I love you. Now, if Lynn and I are together in a given day and sometimes we are together all day. Uh, There's no time, how many times we tell each other, I love you, and the other one says, I love you too. And it's on all day. And Lynn said, do you get tired of me saying I love you? Well, no, I'm not going to get tired of it. I'm glad you love me. I want you to keep loving me, even when I'm unlovable. I love you. We should not let a single day go by without telling somebody that we love them. You know, I try to tell all y'all. I, that I love you, and I mean that. You, you are my family. Uh, you have uh, asked me to uh, be your pastor, and if I can't love you, uh, you know, what good is it? What good is uh, what kind of a relationship would it be if a pastor didn't love his flock, okay? What kind of pastor would it be if he didn't offer handshakes and hugs and, and I love you and I appreciate you? I don't, I don't think too much of it. But I want you to know that I I really, I truly do love you. Um, We should not let a single day go by without sharing that with someone. Jesus said that we're to love one another. He also said we're to love our enemies. And that's where it becomes tough, okay? It's easy to love you because you love me back. But what about the enemy? When I tell the enemy, hey, I love you. I don't want you loving me. You know, hey, don't waste your breath. You've heard all kind of sights and sounds. Well, that's the most important words, okay? Now, what, what about the, the most difficult words for us to speak? First of all is, when asked a question, if you do not know, is to say, I don't know. I don't know. Some folks don't like to admit that they don't know something. Anybody know anybody like that? What do you call that person? Come on. Uh, A know-it-all. If you tell them about somewhere you've been, oh, yeah, I've been there. If you tell them about doing something, oh, yeah, I've done that before. Well, hey, you and me ain't going to have no conversation because I can't tell you nothing. And all I'm going to do is listen to where you've been and what you've done, and who cares what I've done or where I've been. I know it all. I don't know. So, you know, some people are just a walking dictionary, though. They do know a lot. And I do know a lot. But there's some things I don't know. And when when I'm asked a Bible question, honestly, if if I don't know, I'm going to tell you, I don't know. But then I'm going to go search for it. Because if you know, and you want to know, then I need to know if it's concerning the Word of God for sure. I think people would admire us more if we would say, "I don't know. if truly we do not know, instead of just, say, hey, I'm real intelligent, I'm just going to give them an answer. They probably won't know the difference. Well, you be sure your sins will find you out. Okay? It will happen. If you don't know, say you don't know. But it's difficult, sometimes for people to say, "I don't know." The two most difficult words are, "I'm sorry." Now, what I need to do, Lynn needs to come up here and explain that. Because she is authoritative on that I'm sorry deal. You know, when when uh, she does something uh, against me, which is very rare, or any little thing, I mean, I'm talking just bumping into me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I've been knowing her long enough. Hey, she means she's Sorry. And sometimes, you know, she frets over some people that, you know, she's tried to do something. And, and she goes, she says, I'm sorry. And they act like, well, I don't care where you're sorry or not. They don't sit. Now, on the other hand, when I mess up, and I do, hey, I say, I'm sorry. And part of what I'm saying, it's over and done. But it's not so with a, with a woman. She, I don't know what you got to do. I'm still working on that. You know, I'm sorry, and and do it do do it. Hey, do it again. Yeah, it probably will. It's hard to say I'm sorry and mean it. You see, the spirit um, is willing, that the flesh is weak. That's what Jesus told His disciples. Hey, the spirit of God's willing for me to die, but my flesh is weak, and I don't want to. I don't want to. So when we say we're sorry, sir, truly. We need to mean it, and, and our spouses ought to realize and know by now, hey, when he says he's sorry, it's over and a done deal. We're ready to get on with the next chapter, or in the, in the case of the, of the woman, hey, she's truly sorry, and she shows it more than what us men do. It's almost um, like a hissing cat, drives <laughs> up in the back, but in a little bit, it'll just settle right down. And then come crawling around your feet, just purring the rest. I'm sorry and mean what we say. Being sorry is part of what becoming a Christian is. We tell God we're sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. And he knows that we're sorry. Our lives will point out whether we are truly sorry or not. Um, I've heard it said before, Sir, you need to tell your wife you're sorry. I'm sorry. Sounded like you meant it in the wrong direction. (laughs) And she said, Honey, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Well, you'll do it again. And oh, my soul. I've sat with many of them and I'm thinking, where in the world does this stop so you can get a new start? You know, a new start. I think about our dating life. Of course, that's been a long time. Well, no, it hadn't been. We dated Saturday. We did. We dated Saturday. We tried to date at least once a week. But in those days before we were married, I tell her, and she knows it's true, she broke up with me all kind of time. I never did break up with her. It was always her breaking up with me. But then when we come back, she would say, I'm so sorry. It's that song, I love making up. I love breaking up so I can make up. Well, I would do things in spite. you break up with me, I'll go get somebody else. And what I would do is I would go get one of her dear girl friends. It didn't take long. Right back in there where we were. But I just, I thank God, you know, I don't know about, and I do know about her too. Neither one of us dated anybody else with the intentions we're going to stick with them. You know, just like a stray dog. You feed it one time and he go on to the next house, you know. But with us, hey. I'll tell you what, I ain't sorry I dated who I dated. I was so glad when I got back with well, what I wanted to start with. I know. Hey. There's one or two of them I'd be free now because they done dead. But I'll tell, hey, let me tell you, I'm doing time, and I don't expect any parole. I mean, I love it. Okay, I get treated well. I have my my friends, my male friends, that say, "How do you get by with what you do?" I said, because she knows I love her. Hey. I had I had six motorcycles at one time. And I had brought a seventh one home but hadn't told her. We had some friends over, so we actually was supper. The man and I walked out in the yard and I showed him the last one I bought. And he goes back in and says, you ought to see what's in the truck out yonder. It didn't break us up. Because I promised her... And I tell my friends when they say, how do you get by with that? I say, because I told her that I love her. And a motorcycle will never come between us seeing a doctor or eating. And we still have, well, we're down to one now. Or one and a half. Maybe I should say one and a half. <laughs> it's not a two-wheeler, it's a three-wheeler. But the thing about it is, I'm sorry. They know if we're serious or not. and And hey, God knows if we're serious or not. When we tell the Lord we're sorry, when we, when we have stepped over the boundary, and we know we have wronged God, he knows if we're sorry or not. You know, I think of a little child. When you tell a little child, don't you do that. And you turn and peep back around, they're looking to see if you're going to look, because they're going to slip back on it again. We as adults, a lot of times, do the same thing. But well, sometimes we don't realize God doesn't take his eye off of us. He's constantly watching his children. You know why? Because he loves us. And the Bible says he chastens every son whom he loves. Now, only one place that I know of that God said he was sorry, he created man. I mean, things have gotten so bad. Thank goodness, though, he started over. Thank goodness that he has allowed us many times to start over and when we say we're sorry i believe if if we're sorry and sincere from our heart that god picks up his eraser and erases that out forgives it and what does it say he not only forgives it he forgets about it and that would hold true between spouses that when we tell them we're sorry we don't need to bring it up anymore but a lot of problems exist because they bring it up well i remember what you done the last time hey they don't need to hear that. I'm sorry and mean it, but it's hard to say I'm sorry. Being sorry is part of being a Christian. Being sorry brings friends and relatives and spouses together, closer together. So we need to practice that. The Bible teaches us to be reconciled not only to one another, but to be reconciled to God the Father. And God's in the reconciling business, okay? What good is it if if a couple's bickering and and biting at one another all the time? The Bible talks about, if we do that with a friend, we destroy one another. And those things, the Bible says, ought not so to be. And Paul's very strong on on those words. A single most difficult word is this. Last of all, is no. 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 Um, what we are today a lot of times depends on how we handled a situation and it might have been no. You know, if people if a person who's an alcoholic had said no to the first drink they wouldn't be an alcoholic. If a drug addict had have said no to the first offer of drugs, they wouldn't be a drug addict. And I think about those things, I think about gambling. If a person never would start. They'd say no. They wouldn't be caught up in losing everything they've got. When I think of sex outside of marriage, if it would people would just say no. Which leads to sometime pornography. We just need to say no. We need to stay away from those things that the Bible talks about. Those things that will cause us to become unpure. Okay? Unfit. And I mean, you know and I know some people that are that way. But they don't want you telling them what they ought to do. They don't like authority over them. And, you know, that's another thing that uh, Lynn and I get along fine with it. I'm not over her. She's not over me. We work together on the thing. And I thank God for it. Uh, there's many things that that, that we could uh, improve on. And these words that we've talked about, um, uh, you know, please, thank you, thank um, you. I love you I don't know I'm sorry and it's to say no God to me you know he's he's strong on his word and, and you know Paul was coming to the end of his life and I like what he says I have fought a good fight And that's not talking about fist fighting. That's talking about fighting against the devil and all that he throws at us as individuals, all he throws at us as couples, as husband and wife. He said, I have fought a good fight. He said, I have finished my course. All of us have a course that we ought to be on and we ought to be seeking. And he says, and I have kept the faith. And that's one thing that's important too, is keeping the faith. Don't let our guard down. Use those words uh, to help us along life's pathway because we need those words. And thank God for words that he gives us and implants not only in our minds, but implants in our hearts. And people will find us out. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. So that's why it's so important to be genuine with our words. Be genuine with our life. Father, I just thank you for these words. Lord, help us to practice them in a way that would be pleasing to you. I thank you for those who have chosen to come this way tonight. And Lord, we do continue to lift up Dan Farmer. We continue to lift up Miss Sheila, Miss Virgin And Lord, whoever's going to go to that house and begin to remove that tree, Lord, that you'd protect them. And, Lord, we just pray that um, they had some good insurance. We just ask your will to be done in it, Lord, help our people that know Ms. Sheila might text her or give her a call and let her know that we're praying for her and her mother and the situations that they find themselves in and decisions that they're going to have to make. Lord, we'll thank you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen.